Good morning. Welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. Podcast. It's been a little bit, and I think I made a mistake already. I <laughs> you have a huh? you have a disgruntled look on your face. Well, <clears throat> I've noticed we've been already recording for thirty nine seconds. Oh. So I think I caught a little bit of me setting things up. So oh, whatever. Can, whatever. And maybe a little bit of the frozen music that's in the background. Oh, it's just our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I hope that this recording works because um. I might be running out of storage space on my iPhone. Oh. And also the battery's acting up. This is an iPhone 6S, so it's three years old. Well, we are really setting up for success today. No, it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> so we haven't recorded in a little bit. It's been a while. Tis We've been really for, busy. Yeah, busyness, right? Um, Thanksgiving, I think, was the last time. It's been Oh, yeah. It was Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I think people get it, though. I think the holiday season is just kind of nuts for everyone. Being a parent is nuts for everybody. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> but our kids are, they're uh, occupied right now. Knock on wood. I mean. For as much as they can be. Yeah. It's Sunday morning um, and our kids were up. Our music is still going. Oh, you hear it? it? Oh yeah, it is. We're rusty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, what's that sound? It's our music. It's our music. Um, I thought you were going to. I don't know. Anyways, okay. <laughs> it's Sunday morning and our kids, they woke up at 530 because that's when they wake up. Also, I think it was like 515. Last actually. night we played bedtime bingo. It's this little game where one of us parents ends up in somebody else's no, bed. No, it's not one of us parents. It's you. Well, okay, fine. I was trying to make it. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not because I'm an asshole or anything. I just. Um, <clears throat> no, it's just that you don't wake up. I don't. Um, like I'm solidly asleep. Yeah, I'm sorry. It sucks. So I like was up. Juliet woke up and she was crying and she's like, Mama, I'm so scared. <laughs> and so I got her and put her in our bed. And then after that, I snuggled down. Um, I snuggled down on the couch. By yourself? Yeah. And then Riley woke you up. You put her in the bed with me, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Riley woke up and he's like, I want some milk. I need a sippy <laughs> cup. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. help so me. So if I do wake up in the middle of the night, kind of halfway... And I notice there's a little body next to me. I'm, I kind of have a way of figuring out which child it is. Yeah. Um, we talked about this before. Have I? I think so. So what I'll do is I'll fill their feet. <laughs> because uh, Riley and Juliet are about the same age, two mm-hmm. and three. But Riley has... Or Riley <laughs> Riley has big feet. Yeah. And Juju has these little, little baby feet. Yeah. So. Um, and then if it's Luke... He has these long legs and he's like, his big feet are like way down. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So I ended up on the couch and then later at some point this morning, I migrated myself back to the bed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That was about six. I never, never know six. where I'm going to wake up. Yeah. Cause I was up at that time, um, hanging out with the kids and Riley is like, it's like morning time Russian roulette with him. Yeah. He's either really sweet he always says, good morning, dad. Like, everything has to be in a routine for him. Yeah. If it's not, he falls then, apart. yeah, he does. Um, yeah, no, he, he's been, yesterday was a, a bad day. He was, was really cranky yesterday. I don't know what the deal was, oh, but it was. nothing we did made him, like, 
pleasant. Yeah. Yesterday was um, risk day. I just want some milk. I yeah. want a Pop-Tart. I don't want a Pop-Tart. Ah! And I'm like, well, which is it, dude? You're flipping out on both sides. No, that, like, what do you want? So there's something about toddler what psychology. What do you need? If anything is out of place, it totally throws their world world mm. apart. No kidding. Like, if he, he asks for a Pop-Tart and there's, like, a little corner missing off the Pop-Tart, he's like, God it's broken. Forbid. He freaks out. No. No, but yesterday was risk day at your parents. Why don't you explain that? Because people don't know what that means. Um, so, everybody knows the board game Risk. Yeah. Uh, By the way, fun fact, there's 27 versions of it. Yeah, we found that out. In case you were wondering. The version we p- played was a modern version, I guess, of Risk, where there are five players and six continents um i guess classic risk games there are i don't know maybe there's more content i'm not a risk person um i like to hang out but i'm not like a risk person you're like i go for the snacks man (laughs) there were some all right snacks no but like yeah there was we we... oh sorry you're gonna sneeze no i heard something in my ear it's either my ears ringing or it's frozen i'm not sure frozen frozen the movie My it's hard to decipher between the two but yeah. it's probably just frozen so anyways yeah we played risk and it's a yearly thing at your parents house mm-hmm. when ryan comes into town we it's all... like a tradition like my brother even, even before like i married you this has been going on like my entire life and by like, the way the neighborhood children would come over and play neighborhood risk. kids uh, like it's a guy's thing so all the all the dudes like they come over and play risk and have mm-hmm. snacks and stuff and drinks and like, other dads yeah like it's just depends on who's around and who can make it. But like every year um, at winter break, we have like a risk game. Well, the guys do. Um, it can go for, <laughs> I think one year it went for like two days. Like I'm not kidding. Really? It was like the longest game ever. Um, hmm. Not yeah. my thing, but it happens every year at my house and my parents' I house. I enjoy it. Um, I'm not a super competitive person. Yeah. And risk definitely brings out the competitiveness in... Some of your family members. I'm sure. <laughs> I just went and got a pedicure, so I really don't care about So your brother, uh, hi Ryan, I know you're listening. I feel like Ryan is competitive, but he doesn't, sh- he doesn't let his competitiveness show. That's true. Your dad, on the other hand, is like, he's, he's all out. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> and then there was Paul and Tim, who they just like to hang out, but I, I, they, like their competitiveness was showing too for me. Well, they're like a father-son thing, yeah. so they're probably a little competitive towards each but other. But it's funny how those board games kind of bring out personalities, and like yeah. we were talking about Enneagram, and that's like my personality. Like when when all these when there's all this competitiveness around, I'm just like I'm just gonna you know I'll play. Yeah. You know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna part partake in the competitiveness. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, it's all in good fun for you. Yeah. Until somebody dies. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but, you know. Yeah, that's fun. Anyways. Speaking of like the Enneagram, so mm-hmm. we both took our Enneagram tests again recently. Um, and I've been having other people take them and I'm like super into it. Like it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. to find out like and to kind of like learn about people's Enneagram. Like my parents hmm. have taken it now. Some of my friends, which I am like, I kind of yeah. had a feeling I knew what they were, but now it's like confirmed. Yeah. So like I'm a yeah. four. I'm the individualist. Mm-hmm. And right. you are nine. nine yeah the peacemaker mm-hmm. so it's interesting because you can read about like yeah. enneagram dynamics and how like your number in a relationship functions with your partner's number and like the the pitfalls and the mm. encouragements and stuff so we could talk about that a little bit about how fours and nines uh cohe cohes i don't know i don't know words 
coexist, cohabitate. Uh, cohabitate, coexist. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, or or not. <laughs> okay, so apparently you don't want to. No, no, it's, it's fine. No, like I'm saying how they coexist or how they don't. Oh. You know what I mean? I was like, so no. I'm getting shut down. At first, when I heard about Enneagram, I thought it was kind of hocus pocus, kind of like... like Turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a hokey pokey. Hocus pocus, hokey pokey, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm thinking about it more and I feel like it's just people have, people are born with certain types of personalities, whether it be DNA or, or, uh, what's it called? Uh, like environment. Right. Um, I mean, it's a combination of two. I mean, that's, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not, I took psych 101, so that's about my, my extent of knowledge, but it's just, you're just being categorized, which is fine. Like you can be categorized. It's not like a set, like it's not, your, your personality is not being determined by, you know, the, the positions of stars or anything no, like that. Well, there's like, there's just like nine, I think it's like nine core personality types and you can always mm -hmm. have variances of other things too, but it's basically a way to kind of categorize those nine core types. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty accurate. Um, so like what's Lorenzo, a four? A four. Um, so I'm the four, the four, a four. Um, the type is called the individualist. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of what it said is kind of true. Like there's certain things that it was talking about. And I was like, I've always felt that way. I've just never really like said that to other people. And like my friend Jen said, it's kind of funny because when you find out your Enneagram type, you sort of feel like you've been found out and it's, it's hmm. true. Hmm. Um, my type four we always feel very different from other people. Like we feel like there's something that sets us apart, not like in an arrogant way, but like we just feel different from other people. Hmm. And so we constantly are trying to d discern and define what that difference is. And it usually has something to do with like artistic expression or creativity. Um, do you always feel, I mean, do you, does that make you feel kind of sep separated from people yes. and like not included? Um, to an extent. I think one of the things they were saying on mine was like, Fours tend to have an envy problem, which is true. Um, we hmm. tend to envy how people in other positions can be, like, simple things can enjoy. Like, we tend to envy how people can enjoy such simple things in life, and we, like, long for that. But hmm. we feel different, so we're never going to have that. So, like, we always, <clears throat> like, like we, we long for, like, feeling satisfied in, like, the normal. But at the same time, we don't feel normal, so we, we envy people that, quote-unquote, feel normal. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're always looking for that expression. Um, like, what am I? What, what is normal? How does this work? Um, I'm going to look up the four and I'll read you what it says because it's kind of interesting. Um, and you can look up online too. Like the Enneagram Institute, you can look up and take the test and find out like hmm. what you are. But here. There's an institute. Yes. So, interesting. all right. So I'll give you a, a brief thing of mine. Okay. okay. So type four, the... Uh, the individualist. <laughs> Their symbol kind of looks like a pentagram a little bit. Don't let that mislead you. <laughs> fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved, which I, I think emotionally we Say are. Say that one more time. Fours are... Self-aware. Self-aware. Okay. Sensitive, sensitive. and reserved. Mm. You are sensitive, yes. Yes, hypersensitive probably. Hang on. And reserved. Um, I don't know if I see that in you. No, I don't either. Reserved. Um, what does that mean, by the way? I'm sorry. Like... I don't know what they mean in this context. Like, no, what does it mean to be reserved? Like you hold things back from people. Hmm. Could be emotions. Could be 
different things. Okay. Um, they're emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious. That's so true. Dang. So, <laughs> sorry, I had to laugh because emotionally honest, like a lot of times you are very, very, very blunt mm -hmm. with your emotions. And I even think, if it makes people not comfortable. Yes. And then, and then moody, uh, those two things I think go hand in hand with, with you. Yeah. No. And I think that that's anybody that is like kind of on that creative end of things. Uh -huh. Here comes, you here comes a, here comes an offspring. Um, what's up buddy? Withholding themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective, they can also feel disdainful and exempt from ordinary ways of living. That's true. They typically have problems with melancholy, also true, self-indulgence, and self-pity. At their best, inspired and highly creative, they're able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. So can you pause one more time? I'm sorry. There's a lot of really... Sorry, you're rolling your eyes, but like, there's some really interesting things there that you just said. Self... Uh, no, no, self, uh, self-indulgence, um, coffee, yeah. uh, relaxing, uh, beaches, like all those things. I mean, doesn't everybody like that though? I think it's the way though, in which you, hmm. you handle those things. I think it, when it goes further down in here, I'm not going to get into that today, but it hmm. talks about how my personality type, because we don't feel normal, we will justify self-indulgence more. Hmm. Like we'll be like, the world owes this to me. Right. Because of my troubles and my trials huh. and I don't feel normal, I, I deserve this. At their best, renew themselves and transform their experiences. Yeah, I can see that. So basic fear that they have no identity or personal significance. I think the personal significance part for me is true. Hmm. I would say I have an identity. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. But the personal significance, I always worry that whatever I'm doing has no significance or huh. it doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, basic desire to find themselves uh, and their significance and to create an identity. That's true. Um, so the key motivations for a four, we want to express ourselves and our individuality to create and surround ourselves with beauty. That's true. I'm a very like aesthetically influenced person. Yeah. Like if the tone in a place is all wrong or like, like let's say we go to a restaurant and the food is good, mm -hmm. but the atmosphere sucks. It really bothers me. Like I will probably never go to that restaurant again. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering too though, like a lot of these things that you're saying apply to a lot of people, I think not just people in your personality type. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of, I have to ask questions. That's like who I am. Like, yeah. Are they just saying things that everybody has and they're like, oh, that, that's me? I think that they're saying things that everybody probably has a notion towards, but it's just stronger in this type of person. Hmm. Okay. Because like there's other traits like in yours where I'm like, oh, I can relate to that sometimes, but that's not hmm. like a driving force in my personality. So I heard a crash into the room. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, hmm. Luke? Hey, can you stop please? Thanks. Yeah, anyway, so examples of my personality type are like Jackie Kennedy, Edgar Allan Poe, makes sense, Anae Nin, Tennessee Williams, Frida Kahlo, funny because I, I love her, uh, Miles Davis, <laughs> um, Alanis Morissette, Ingrid Ingmar Bergman, sorry, Angelina Jolie, Winona Ryder, Johnny Depp, those are the types of people that... Um, have the same personality. So there was a little graphic I think you sent me, or maybe it was even Jen who sent it to me. I don't remember, but I think it was you. 
you sent me a graphic with like these pictures of like their personality type. You know what uh -huh. I'm talking about? Yeah, I, yeah, that was me. Um, and it kind of gives you like a like a snapshot of characteristics of that type of personality. Right. Um, I thought that was pretty pretty neat. No, but it's 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 so. I like the personality tests because it it it, it it's like a tool to allow you to be a bit more empathetic for people who have different personality types and to understand where they're coming yeah. from. Yeah. So. I mean, going back to the game yesterday, um, I like competition is just weird to me. I don't get it. I, I mean, it just makes no sense to me, like how people can get so competitive for little things like but, like board games, and then but it but it also I think it's a fault in me when it comes to at, like a career. But look at your enneagram type. You're the peacemaker. You're type nine. Mm -hmm. What does it say? It says you're easygoing, self-effacing, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Yeah, and that so, and competition doesn't fit in there. Right. Yeah. So you're looking at people like, why can't you just be agreeable? Why can't you just uh, have fun? Like, right. Like this is no big deal. Yeah. Like let's all just have a good time and mm -hmm. exist together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, comp guys, Stumpy's playing this game too. See, Stumpy's right there. Oh. Okay. Cool, Luke. Now, so um. Here, can I read this to you? Because this is kind of funny. Yeah. Sure. So type nine in brief. This is you. Nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with what other, others want to keep the peace. They mm -hmm. want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems and minimizing anything upsetting. Yes, absolutely. I do that all the time. Like, if there's, like, a big issue, I, I say, it's no big deal. We'll get through it. Like, and I, that's, I do that all the time. Um... <laughs> I have, two, I have two flat tires and one spare. Hey, no big deal. We'll figure it out. They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. Absolutely. Inertia for sure. Like I am well-intentioned and I can do things, but getting started is one of the most difficult things for me to do. So. We were talking the other day about how you like change really kind of irks you. Like yes. you were telling me that you don't like change. It's just funny because right here. Yeah. Even. Okay. Can I tell you something? Sure. Um, so we lived in our last house for five years, five years. And there are some mornings when I wake up and I'm walking around the house that we're in now and it just totally like irks my soul. Like I'm, it's weird. It's weird. Like I'm like, That's I'm like, I wake me. up sometimes and I feel like I'm in a dream state. Just like, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's not like I don't like, I love, I love the place that we live. I'm grateful for where we live. Like but it's just we we time. do, but it, that's because it's so like heavy I on me. I feel like you can't get over it, and I'm no, like, I, already like 500 miles past where we were. Well, like, you're I'm better than like, me. So. No, I don't think that at all. I'm just saying like no, it's just, I, it just shows that change is really hard for you. Yes. Um. But I'll be I'll like walk down the hall here, in our house, and I'm just thinking this is weird. It's weird. See, and for me, I'm like, whatever, this is cool, I'm down. Like, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm content with this. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not used to it, I guess. Well, can I read I what I was going to read? Oh, yeah, sure. Because it goes along with that. Sure. It says, um, the key motivations are you want to create harmony in your environment, avoid conflicts and tension, preserve things as they are to resist whatever would upset or disturb them. Mm -hmm. So change is obviously something that would upset or disturb things as they are. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So... That apparently is something that is really important to you. To have something set? 
Yeah. People that have your personality. Let's see. Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Carl Jung. Abraham Lincoln. Um, Ron Howard. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Hey. Ringo Starr. Woody Harrelson. I like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel. And Mr. Rogers. I love Rogers. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Oh, wow. Very nice. George Lucas. All the... All the fun Star Star Trek, Star Wars people. Wow. Are there anything? Are there are there things to you that make you cry for like just being happy or giving you warm fuzzies? I hear crying. Should I, I go check? That's right. Hold on. No, she's playing. Oh. Um, yeah, there are. But it's a moment. It's a it's a mm-hmm. passive moment, and usually it's like when I'm not expecting it, it'll creep mm-hmm. up on me, and then I'll be like <laughs> overwhelmed with this crazy emotion because maybe I'm moody. Yeah. And then it passes, but mm-hmm. it's like when it's there, it's very intense. Right. It's like a wave of intensity, and then it passes, and then I'm like, okay. I'm gonna right, love right. iron. So. I'm gonna love brick. Like. I had that moment. I've, I've I've had a couple of those moments, just like reading or watching something or whatever. Um, can I give you examples? Sure. So there was a Google ad. <laughs> There's a Google ad, and it was it was a Mister Rogers song. Yeah, and we talked about this last time. I know I did it, but I can talk about it again if I want well, to. Well, we don't need to change anything. I don't want to upset you. Um, we're just gonna make the same podcast over and over. I know we're doing the Enneagram one again, basically. But we know more now, and I'm all about and I, individuality. That's fine. We, and exploring. we can talk about whatever we want. It's our podcast. Yeah. What, it's our what, podcast. what does our producer say? Hey, producer. Hey Luke, what do you think? Luke's our producer. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, no. no uh, so there's that. It's the it's the wonder song for Mister Rogers, and it was the, the the ad was talking about the Pixel Two or Pixel Three. It was the Pixel Three. How you can snap things with Google Lens, and it tells you what it is basically, and who like if you can you can. I don't know. It's just except for every time I've used it, I never get a straight answer. They're, they're improving it all the time. Like, you can take lens and point it at one of our paintings, <coughs> and it'll tell you who uh, painted that. Well, I tried to do that because I bought a painting the other day, and I tried to do well, it. Well, if it's I... not a well-known painter, then... But I want it to be. Maybe it will be someday. Um, but just listening to the Mr. Rogers song, kind of, I was like, it just brought me back to being a kid and how welcomed I felt. Not not even just that, Secure? but like... Like, it, it, it was it was... It was deeper than that. Like I, I had fond memories of watching Mr. Rogers as a kid, but just knowing that there is a man who loved kids and children and like. Are you and, tearing up right now? No. Oh. <laughs> it looked like you were for a minute. I was like, no. oh, this is heavy. <laughs> Get a little bit clamped. Uh, no. Uh, just, just, just to know that there's like really awesome, wonderful people who are selfless and who think about like have a passion for you know future and humans and just being a neighbor and being kind to other people and like like i don't know it was just it's just thinking about him i was like man this he's such a good man and had a couple tears and then there was another one um what you're not listening to me i am listening oh you're watching luke play minecraft yeah um, I told him we weren't going to be doing Minecraft, but yeah. apparently everything I say just yeah. gets thrown under the rug. I was, I was, I was reading a book um, by Peter, was it Peter Enns? I think it was Peter Enns, uh, called the, the Sin of Certainty, and he was talking about um, trust yeah. and, and comparing it to faith and all this other stuff. It's a really good book. 
but just the idea of trust, it was making me feel, making me feel cared for and loved and all this other stuff. And it was, I don't know. I just have these moments and I don't know if that's part of my personality or, or what. Well, it's part of being human, I think. Yeah. I um, get those moments too about different things, which I, with my kids, sometimes watching them, like our mm -hmm. daughter especially, there's just things about watching her that make me feel really like overcome with emotion. Mm -hmm. um, when I lay down to sleep with my kids and I see them sleeping peacefully, mm -hmm. that's something that really gets me because I realize that there's lots of kids that don't get to sleep peacefully every night yeah. or they go to sleep not knowing what's going to happen or they go to sleep in a really unstable <clears throat> environment. Yeah. You know, I, I, and for me it's, it's overwhelming to know that my kids can sleep in peace and they're okay and they're it, safe. It's um, hard. It's hard to know exactly what other people are going through. Like unless you're going through it with them. Like I, I have these ideas too, about you never know, like you don't know what people are going through. I mean, you have this outside view and you can kind of make your own image or story of what's what's happening with other people around the world. But you really don't know. We we know our situation. Right. But it's hard to know, like, exactly. Um, other things lately that have just kind of made me emotional are like, um, I, are you having a beer? What time is it? It's nine o'clock. 6:30. Oh my god. 6:30. He's on the upswing of a of a child-free night. Tonight we are spending the night in Santa Fe. Um spending the night in Santa Fe? Yeah, without you, sucker. Yay! Oh, well it's good for everybody then apparently. Um yeah, Lorenzo's parents have a timeshare and You are not 31 years old. What a weirdo. Um you're six. No, not anymore. <laughs> oh but yeah, so we're gonna spend the night in Santa Fe. Lorenzo's parents have a timeshare, well, and you were we are. Sentimental. I, I was, it. and then you got up to get a beer, so I stopped. I want to know more. Well, if you really wanted to know more, you could have waited, but oh. you got up to get a beer, so we're moving on now. I, I really, I really do want to know. So we're watching the kids. I don't. It's fine. I don't. We're good. I just enjoy your beer. Um, enjoy, enjoy your free time. Enjoy your freedom. Your son also told me he's 31. Yeah. Enjoy your freedom. Enjoy your freedom. Our kids do say some crazy things. Like this morning, Riley. <laughs> that was cracking me up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the matter? My, bro my brother snorted. It's kind of stuff like this that makes me emotional. What? Like I'm starting to like talk about my feelings and then you're like, hold on, I have to get a beer. It's like really insensitive. Oh, I'm sorry. Cause it's hard. It's hard for me to like want to share certain things with you, mm -hmm. and then I finally feel like I can. And then it's like you get sidetracked with something stupid. I wasn't sidetracked. I was coming back, and I'm here. Well, I, the moment has passed. Um, well, we can talk about it later. Maybe not on a podcast. Okay, maybe in five minutes. What? Maybe we can talk about something else and then get back to it. I don't know. Um, I really want to. I, I don't necessarily want to say it around hmm. other individuals that are here too. So hmm. um, <clears throat> I am I am glad we're here. I mean, okay, so this is gonna come off as um I don't know how it's gonna come off, but I'm glad we're here and not in church. 
Thank God for that. <laughs> Hi, naked lady. So, should we do a parenting pause yeah, real quick? Hi, Juju. There's nobody on there. You can say hi, though. What are you okay. watching, Juju? Oh, she has oh, a penny. Gross. Was that in your mouth? Hopefully not. It was a penny. So, we're going to take a quick parenting pause. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Christmas is here. By Jeff O'Minbron. That's actually one of my favorite Jeff songs. Yeah, it's, it's really good. pretty. It's got a Souf John feeling to it. Souf John and John Mayer. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> or maybe it's just Jeff. Yeah. So do you have church guilt today? No, I don't have church guilt ever. Have you ever? Um, yeah, probably. I think when I moved to Portland for college. Um, and I just like stopped going. You felt guilty for not going to church. Mm -hmm. So you stopped just like overall, just stopped. Yeah. I'm talking about like when you miss a Sunday and you have guilt. No, I don't have that. So I, I, I've had that before. What's the point of that? Like, what does that do for you? I don't know. I just, I think it's just part like, of... Like God doesn't exist here. He's only at church. And if you don't go, then you're somehow failing God. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's kind of silly. I don't know. I don't know. But sometimes, I don't know. I think it's... Just, I'm like the culture that I was brought up in in the evangelical. That just church. tells me that, like, when you have church church guilt like that, maybe mm -hmm. your faith is more institutionalized than you think. No, that's true. That's hundred percent. But I I feel like <clears throat> right now, spending time with you and letting the kids kind of relax this Sunday morning is more um, beneficial, mm -hmm. I would say, than going to a building. Even though I, I do I do get something out of church and seeing people. Yeah. And saying well, it's not being like part we're of not a going community. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean church is it's a community sort of thing and I like that. Mm -hmm. Um a couple nights ago you were working, I think, and I think you were hanging out with Jen. Mm -hmm. Um and uh I played the Christmas Carol. It's the Disney one with it was it's animated but with, with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um I liked it actually. That one is is really good, but it's so scary. For it's kids. scary, but the the kids actually liked it. Yeah. I kept asking them, "Is this too scary? Is this too scary?" Yeah. But no, they they enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. But uh, one thing I I was picking up when watching that movie, so it's it's uh Dickens, Charles Dickens, mm -hmm. and I was kind of doing a little bit of research about him as the movie was playing and based on a short story. Um. Yeah, and it's set in London, I think, in like industrial. Yeah, Revolution. like 1870s or something like that. Um. But what the movie was showing, and I don't know if London was actually like this back then, but it was like a community thing. Like people were all around. Like no, like Scrooge was like the grumpy guy, and they knew about him. Right. Today, do we know who the grumpy guy in the neighborhood is? I mean, probably. probably not. Like we're not a community like they were then. Um, and I think somebody calling me. Oh, my mom's oh, it's calling your me. mom. Should I do a parenting pause? I guess so. <laughs> A mom pause? Okay. Parents She's pause. watching our kids after all. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back.
Okay, we're back. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. I but do too. <laughs> I'm excited. Think... I just sold a pair of shoes on Poshmark. That's Whoop-de-doo. awesome. I'm um, all about... No, I'm... Can I say something? Uh-huh. I'm all about side hustles. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and... So I'll, I'll say that I have been very appreciative of your side hustles. Yeah, our my side well, hustles have paid for some of our uh, bills and selling selling your clothes on on. I mean that that's doesn't, passive. All that do that is, doesn't make sense to me because if you sell all your clothes, all that means is that you have to buy more clothes. No, I'm selling clothes on Poshmark that I don't wear that literally have mm-hmm. been sitting in my closet that I was just gonna get rid of, but I was like, well, I might as well try to sell these. Mm-hmm. So it's the jewelry thing is really cool because I mean people are. Can I? Yeah. Can I finish what yes, I was gonna say? Thank you. I'm sorry, but I had a thought, and I feel like you kind of just took over there. Go ahead. I am proud of myself. <laughs> I am proud of my side hustles. I've sold a lot of jewelry um, this Christmas season, which is awesome. I've had a lot of custom orders. People asking me, like, hey, can you make this if I show you a picture? Yeah, sure, no big deal. Um, it's been, like, a blessing. I know that sounds tacky and cheesy, but it's true. Like, it's it's awesome. Blessings is one of those words that is has a lot of meaning but has been cheapened by our culture well i think i look at it as a blessing not because i think like god favors our family that's not what i think i think it's been a blessing as far as like we have been fortunate enough to be able to pay for some of our stuff through like a side hustle that really isn't a significant like mm-hmm. earner paid a couple bills yeah it's helped it's good um and then yeah like so i started on poshmark which is like this website my friend was like hey just try it you might like it i've had some luck on here and i'm like whatever i have stuff to get rid of i'll try it mm-hmm. and literally all i have to do is like take pictures of what i'm selling and post it up <clears throat> and i haven't done anything people just are like i yeah. want that i'll buy it and i'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> like if you want to if you want to buy a shirt that i got for free for 20 bucks like be my guest i'll ship it to you <laughs> so yeah. it's like i really haven't done anything you know yeah just put up some pictures and made some money so it's kind of nice that's good it's passive income yeah, and it's been a really big help. Um, I mean, I don't know how much we want to go in our personal life, but like you stopped working at a job that was full-time. We had a month lapse in our income on my end. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the verge of a couple of just bad situations mentally. <laughs> like seriously, like mm-hmm. it caused large amounts of anxiety. Like after I crunched the numbers, I was like, well... We're not dealing with well. We're fucked. Half our income, like Let's just call it what it is. What's gonna happen? And, okay, life bend me over. And and but at the end of the month, like we we got by, yeah. and I like I said, I've, I've told you multiple times. I don't know if like that matters to you. Like um, that might be my personality, like not meshing with yours. An example. I think I've told you three or four times how much I appreciate you, and in passing, you're just like meh. Well, I think so, it's just or kind may, of... maybe it's like you just don't want to acknowledge it because of your personality. I don't know. No, I I think it's just kind of funny to me. Like, honestly, I think it's, I haven't really done anything. Like, I would be making jewelry regardless of whether or not I was making money because I enjoy Mm -hmm. doing it. So if I can do it and make money, I'm like, oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, excuse me. I need a sip of that beer. My throat just got a frog in it. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Negro Modelo for saving my throat. And And sponsoring our, our podcast too. I'm just kidding. Um. But no, like it's something I would do either way because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yeah. And the fact that it makes me money on top of it is kind of awesome. Yeah. 
I just don't feel like I've done anything. It's not like I was like, I'm going to make X yeah. amount of dollars this month to help save us. Like, It'd be I, cool if this podcast could be a side hustle one of these days. Well, I mean, people do monetize <laughs> their podcasts. I don't know who would pay for it, but like... I know. Yeah. We don't have any... I mean, we do this 100% for fun, but... I feel like the guys on True Crime Garage have it right. Oh, they, they buy, if you buy them a beer, it's like Patreon or whatever. People, people just contribute to their beer fund. So you can send would, them like five bucks. I would continue to do this for free. Oh, for I another, would I would, I mean, I journal for fun. Like, that's... <laughs> that's I like to no, count blades no, of grass Minecraft for fun. World. I, so, so we have to make a portal. Oh, to make a... Minecraft? Um, can you play Minecraft? Here's the deal. If you play Minecraft, you need to clean your room afterwards. Do you understand? Yes. Okay, take take the iPad and turn that off, please. Oh, Lordy. So, what were we talking about just Side now? Side hustles. Oh, true crime garage and all this other stuff. Yeah, so they, people, they're like, if you want to contribute to our beer fund, like, here, yeah. you can contribute five bucks. They just do it, like, as a, hey, like, if you want to, awesome. Like, yeah. Which, I could see that happening. This is fun for me, though. Like, yeah. it's, like, I have... Volumes of journals. I just okay. Good lord. Here, why don't you go fix the TV for this I w- I... crazy man? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out for a minute, okay? So, since we're getting interrupted, per the parenting versus podcast style that we always maintain, um, Lorenzo's gonna go put Minecraft on for a six-year-old, which I swore he wasn't gonna play today, but it provides us some mental sanity. So I'm kind of like, eh, and it's winter break, whatever. Um. So, shout out. I'd like to give a shout out, actually, a local shout out to Napoli Coffee. My friend Liz is the owner. They are on Manal, and she has let me um, sell my jewelry there recently. And I have, like, made more money selling jewelry there than I have anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, super grateful that she, like, gives me a little spot to put my display up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's awesome. Like, I, she's, she's just been so generous with, like, allowing me to do that. Right. Where, where really they? They're hot. on. They're on. Car, uh, Manal. Manal University, almost university. Like between university and Carlisle. Yeah. On Manal. Yeah, on Manal. Um, they pretty are... visible from the street. They have a, they have a uh, patronage. I know that. Like people just show up and hang out. And every time I go there, there's a there's a, at least one old guy reading a newspaper. You know what I love though about about um, Napoli that is like for a local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. She's done a really good job of including people from different age groups. Hmm. Like, there's older people that go there. There's a little corner in the back for kids to play. There's, like, mm-hmm. a play corner. So moms and people with kids can go there and still have a cup of coffee and hang out. There's, like, single, young college people. Like, there's just everybody is welcome there. It's good. And it's nice because I think, I know for me, like, certain coffee shops, like, I would never bring my kids there. Yeah. I'm like, don't touch that. Don't break that. You have, like, yuppie mm-hmm. hipsters looking at you like why like, are your like kids every, here like every coffee shop in portland would never bring my kids <laughs> oh my gosh do you remember <laughs> we went to portland what was it last summer two summers ago two summers yeah, ago. i don't feel like it was that long ago i don't either but i think it was we went to heart coffee okay, luke is playing minecraft super loud. i know we went to heart coffee in downtown portland um met a friend of mine from high school there and she had just had a baby so she had her baby i mean i think the baby was like six months old at the time But she was so nervous about bringing the baby to heart. And then when we got there, I was like, oh, I get it. Um, Because it was very, like, coffee snobbery central. Um, Heart? Yeah. Oh, man. Christina was so nervous about bringing the baby. Remember? She's like, I hope the baby doesn't cry. Do you want to sit outside? And I'm like, it's fine. 
These people were just like looking at her like, oh, I can't believe you brought a child here. I'm like, guys, this is Portland. Like there's children here and there's a lot of coffee here. Calm I've down. heard. Okay. So I don't know why, <laughs> but I've heard in different places uh, about Portland changing and how it's not like a desirable place to be. Like it's overpopulated. Yeah. Like from your, from, from older generations, but also like from YouTube videos, like from younger people. Yeah. And well, everybody I, I moving know. there is driving the cost of everything way up. I think a lot of, I mean, I don't know much about Portland at all. I've only been there twice, twice, right? Mm -hmm. Oh no, three times. A lady. Wait, was it three times? Twice. Did twice. we stay in a hotel? We know we stayed with Andrew. The the second time we stayed with Andrew and at the hotel. Remember, and then we were like, this hotel creeps us out. Can we stay at your Airbnb another night? <laughs> Remember, and they were still working on it. He's like, yeah, come on by. Okay. Blah blah. My buddy Andrew has an Airbnb, and it's pretty great. So if you're ever in the Portland area, you should check it out. Shout out. Shout out, Andrew. Good job on your Airbnb. It's hmm. wonderful. But uh, no, it's... Um, I don't know why I'm talking about Portland. I don't either. <laughs> I feel like it comes up a lot. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. Whatever. It's just not the Portland that a lot of people from the older generation yeah. Coffee shops. With. That's what it was, yeah. right? Yeah. Coffee shops. Me and Ryan, your brother, were yeah. talking a little bit about... Hi, Not, okay, don't don't draw attention. To she her. knows where we are. She can see. Look at that face. Be really still. <laughs> oh, here comes Riley, <laughs> bounding in. He's like a he's like a kangaroo. He's huge. <sighs> um, our three year old. It's probably a commercial. Bitch, that's what's going on. Our three-year-old um, this morning, mm -hmm. you want to say what Riley said? It was ridiculous. Not while he's here, because okay. I don't want him to repeat it again. Okay. So. <laughs> You're booping my nose, Juju? I'm going to fast forward the commercial, and is it nap time yet? Nope. I think, I'm, I think I ask myself that a lot. Is it nap time? Play baby shark. Yeah, play baby shark. Play baby shark? Yeah. I don't have we have about We have about 20 minutes left of a podcast, guys. Can we watch a little bit more movie? <laughs> Me and mommy are having something called couch time. She's Do you know what a couch time is? She's pushing right. her lips together. She does that to me all the time. She thinks it's really funny. She does that to my eyes, like she'll pull my eyelids okay. back. I know you're two, and this is really funny. Thank you. Okay. Can you go watch Frozen for a little bit longer? Ah. Okay. So I'm gonna parenting pause and get these kids cozy. And I'll come back. Okay, we're back. Um, kids are watching Frozen. Um, we have YouTube TV, and uh, so you can DVR different stuff. Mm -hmm. But the bad thing is, you DVR the uh, commercials. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> Although you know, it's funny is you had downloaded Frozen the other day, mm -hmm. and I it's I can't find it on mine at all. I think it's linked to my profile. Okay, yeah, because I was like I couldn't find it, and I was huh. like I know it's here, but I huh. it's not here at the same time. If you ask Google Home. Right. It'll play it. I tried. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's because it's on your phone, not mine. That's weird. Well, it's stored in the cloud, so 
Anyway. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this morning I was watching soccer. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm trying. Okay, so I guess we're going back to my personality. When I was a kid, I was in I was into sports, right? Like I was into Green Bay Packers, baseball. Like it was, I think for me, it was kind of a community thing. Yeah. Like my brothers all were Yankees fans. My dad was a Yankees fan. My brothers were all Packers fans, Yankees fans. Like, my, like yes. I saw the most amazing uh-huh. Packers vest, sweater, Christmas sweater vest uh-huh. at the thrift store. Hmm. And I was going to get it for your dad, uh-huh. but it was way overpriced. Anyway. Yeah, probably. Any, like, anything Larry. with sports stuff is, is really expensive. I was like, geez, yeah. this is highway robbery. Yeah. My, St. Vincent de Paul. I need to get to a thrift store and buy some Xbox 360 games. Maybe after Anyways. we drop the kids off, we can do some of that stuff. Possibly. Um, no, but it was like a community thing. And I, I've i lost some interest in sports in my 20s because I had friends who didn't really like sports. And it was, you know, I... I like right now, I kind of keep track a bit of baseball and football, and not so much basketball. Like I don't, I don't know a lot about sports. Like not at all. Like I know the sports really well. I know the rules. I know the teams. I know the stadiums. I know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like individual players, like who's good, who's bad, I have a very, very basic idea. And on Sundays, when people are getting all in to football and watching football. I'll throw on a game, but then my mind wanders and I do something else. Like, it's just not part of, like, who I am. Um, but soccer, I've been watching it because I feel, and, and I'm, I'm, like, realizing it, like, right now. Soccer has never been really interesting to me because I don't have anybody to talk to soccer about. Like, it's not a community action for me. But in Europe, soccer is very much a community. Are you looking for a job right now? For my brother. Oh. Um, <laughs> Not for me. I like how I start talking about sports and you like get on your phone looking for jobs for your brother. Well, I'm listening at the same time. I know. Uh, but soccer in, in Europe is very much a community thing. I would say even more so, more so than football and baseball and basketball here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me. Sorry. It's okay. Ooh, browser. Um, that was gross. Anyways, uh, like you watch on TV, there's people like, waving flags the entire time they have chance like it's a big deal and it's they like beat you in the street if you're losing i was actually reading about that this morning there's yeah. two clubs it's, it's in bugasliga i'm learning about the different leagues there's mm-hmm. there's the premier league which i guess is like the top tier uh premier leagues in europe and, and like in, manchester united and yeah that. manchester yeah. united uh lancaster city real madrid uh i think real madrid i see i'm still kind of learning a bit uh, but these are like top tier these are the best teams in the entire world mm-hmm. And then I think it's Bugasliga, which is Germany. Um, but I was watching. I was reading. I was watching a, a match this morning between. See, I don't even remember their names. But there are these two cities. There's two two neighboring cities. Uh, Alf, Wolf? No, I can't. Wolf. Wolf. Something. Yeah. Um, two German cities. <laughs> yeah. It, it's pronounced with a V sound though. V. Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg. Vol- and the other Wolfsburg, one. I think. Um, and then there's another neighboring city, and I was reading on Wikipedia about them, and basically almost. Every match, there's a brawl, hmm. like wow. from the fans, because they're so close that they travel with each other and they go to they go to the, the matches, and they are so into their soccer that they 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 fight, they brawl, like it's a big deal, like it's it's a community thing, 
And I'm interested it's a in community beating. I'm, I'm interested in soccer because any, any every time it's on, because we have YouTube TV and there's a, like Saturdays is is Premier League, Sundays is uh, Bundesliga, and every time there's a match on, like I'll look up the teams because I have no idea where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking up the leagues. I'm learning about the leagues. I'm learning about the cities. So I'm like researching the cities and I'm looking at their population. Like That's what, what so are they, up your alley. What are they famous for? Like yeah. and it's really interesting. And at, at the same time, I'm kind of watching the I'm kind of watching the teams play. I'm looking up the stadium, like what's the capacity of the stadium? How old is the stadium? How long has this team been around? Like, oh my it's, gosh, dude, you take there's, so, to the lab. there's so much going on. Yeah. And that's what keeps my mind. That's what, sorry, I'm yelling because I'm excited. No, like that's what keeps my attention. Like I, I'm, I'm finding that out, like mechanical stuff, like doing stuff, like keeps my attention. You might also be ADD. Maybe. Um, Just so a couple of nights, like a week, maybe once a week, like you, you go out with some friends or whatever and you hang out, like you get some you time. Mm-hmm. And when you're gone, I put the kids to bed. I clean the house cause it's something to do. I'm moving. You're so domesticated. Uh, I, I do the dishes. I do the laundry. And once that's done, I can sit down and I can. He bakes a pie from scratch. <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> So I'll, I'll do I'll do all that stuff and once and everything's done I, I I look around I'm like well what do I do now? Well I can watch a movie, but if I tell myself I'm gonna watch a movie I get maybe ten minutes in I'm like hmm like I like I feel so tied down like I can't do this anymore I have to do something else I can't watch a movie through like by maybe, myself I just can't maybe that's an attention span thing with like our generation maybe it's not I don't necessarily th- the con like content of the movie but it's just our attention span mm. because the other day when you were out mm-hmm. with my brother for a little bit you watched a movie no i didn't watch a movie i started to look for movies and i was like oh, i don't want to watch that i don't want to watch that i don't want i don't know if i can commit to an hour of that mm-hmm. and then i started watching the series dirty john mm-hmm. which is based on a podcast and you which liked is it super good and you kept watching it. and i kept watching it but it was like split into hour long not even it was like eh, 35 40 minute segments <laughs> and it- i would watch one and i'm like yeah i guess i could commit to another one is okay that on hulu um, no, it is on um, YouTube TV through uh, AMC, something like that. Basically, it's it's like a mini series. It's a limited mini series based on the podcast, Dirty John. Hmm. I don't want to spoil it for you, but if you haven't listened to the podcast, listen to the podcast, Dirty John, Wait a and then watch. The it's series. a show based on a podcast. Yes. Oh man. That's... And it's and it's a true story, which makes it even more interesting. Wow. So it's interesting because I listened to the entire podcast. I like binge listen to it. Hmm. And then having it actually played out for you hmm. just adds another element to it. Hmm. And the fact that this person got away with the things that they did is crazy to me. Like, I don't, I mean, I like, I don't want to blow it, but it's just like, whoa. Is it a mystery? No, it's not so is much it a, a mystery. Is it a murder a mur- There murder is a mystery? murder, but it's also like, how the hell did this go on for so long? Hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I can, I'll find it and I'll tell you where, what what it's on but it's a limited series i think i got through two episodes but it's but you were able to sit and watch good. right okay. yeah so i can't do that i can't watch a show like that like that th- those things do that those things don't keep my mind like i have to do it in a community kind of sense like it's on bravo bravo okay yeah. um like uh game of thrones parties those sound like fun uh, it's a super Super Bowl parties, those sound like fun. Because there's food. 
there's food and there's people. <laughs> we're hanging out. We're talking. Like that sounds a, like fun. It's a social event. It's, yeah. It's, it's a social event that's based around something else, yeah. but it's more social than... But just sitting and watching a movie by myself, I get, I get almost no enjoyment out of that. I do from time to time. Like I'll watch a movie like like a girly movie mm -hmm. to get it out of my system that I know you wouldn't want to watch with me anyway. If It's like, and I'm just like, nah, I want something kind of mindless, but like, hmm. you know, whatever. Is that what you watch without me? Yeah, sometimes. Like, so I watch, like movies I wouldn't watch with you because you'd have no interest. Yeah. I watch science documentaries on my own. Like Mom's Night Out. I think I watched that one and I was like, why the hell am I watching or, this? And I was or like, yeah. what's it? Uh, Housewives of, Housewives of uh, Manhattan or whatever it is. I don't watch those. Yeah, those I think are those are fucking disgusting. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> those like bring out the worst in humanity and I like I just want to punch every single one of those women in the face. I'm gonna get them dressed. Um yeah, no, I don't like I don't like things like the Kardashians or like Real Housewives. Like I don't that's not my style at all. I like documentaries though. Um but I feel guilty watching them alone because I know Lorenzo would want to watch them with me. I think the things that I watch alone, like, would be a movie like I don't know what it is. Like Marie Antoinette with Kirsten Dunst. Okay, Lorenzo probably doesn't want to watch that, but like I like it. I'll watch it. What's amazing? She's pretending to be Elsa from Frozen. Um, I don't know. There's like a lot of different movies that I. There's this Netflix series called Follow This, and it's actually about. Um, I think it's like BuzzFeed and Netflix, and it's just like a short mini series. It's a mini doc, and it's all different. Um, they have different episodes about different things. And then, like, I watched this other one called American Meme on Netflix, which is actually kind of good. Um, it's about the rise of, like, reality TV and the rise of, like, internet stardom. And it has, like, it has like Paris Hilton in it and um, DJ Khaled and um, a bunch of other people who I don't even know who they are because that's, like, not really my generation necessarily. Or maybe I'm just not paying attention. I don't know. But it's, it's an interesting watch for sure. It's about an hour um, it's called American meme. It was pretty interesting kind of talking about how people get internet famous and YouTube famous and, um, how it rises and falls really quickly. And they were comparing like, like they were comparing likes to an actual like psychological addiction. Um, and you have these people who have become famous on the internet saying like, yeah, I just, it's like every time I get a like, or I get a thousand likes, it's like this burst and I like, I need more. And then it's like about keep feeding that machine of likes. Like what, what do I have to do next to keep that, those likes going? Or like, I keep saying like now, um, what do I have to do to continue that or keep the momentum going? And, um, it's interesting because it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Like some of the stuff that people are willing to do or put themselves through or like project onto YouTube or onto the internet or whatever is like really kind of terrible and it's like an addiction they can't stop they have to keep feeding this like fame monster because they've already gotten so many likes that they have to keep going um so it's an interesting watch um american meme check it out on netflix shout out yeah so can i go back to the yes. original topic he's back <laughs> um <clears throat> i have to watch stuff in a community and like when i'm by myself i can't do that but what does keep my attention i found this out Yesterday, when I was going through the garage, I found some some old uh, external hard drives of mine, and I was I was connecting them to the computer, kind of looking through to see what was on there. Um, 
looking for different cables. Uh, there was three different cables I was looking for. There was a USB, a uh, mini USB and a micro USB that I was looking for and kind of searching through our garage, like tracking these things down. And um, I don't know, that was just like very fascinating to me. And computers in general, like knowing capacities and like pushing uh, computers to their limits and uh, frame rates and cameras and all this other stuff. Like these things. I don't even know what some of that means. <laughs> um, just like using technology, like there's like a neat factor to it. Like this morning I, I, I recorded a time lapse video of the sunrise hmm. just because I could. Like I thought it was just fun. Like I found a really good app. Because um, you could. And it was interesting to me. And that, that, that sort of stuff catches my attention. And the kind of shows that I can watch on my own are tech shows. Like, like I, I watch tech um, people, um, MKBHD on YouTube. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy called Unbox Therapy. I don't know his name. But he, he... Were you listening, watching that in bed this morning? I was. I was like half awake and I thought I was dreaming. And I was like, why yeah. am I dreaming about this? And then I watch, I watch Eons, which is a PBS digital short thing where they, they talk about um, just old life. Um, and then, uh, what's the other one? It's, it's okay to be smart, which is a PBS short. This guy, he's, he's, I think he's a scientist. Um, I think he's a scientist. He, uh, <laughs> sorry. Are you nerding out a little? No, brain? no, just that, that sentence. I think he's a scientist. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. That's just he funny He might be a rocket scientist. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's just interesting, interesting stuff. Just learning the mechanics of our universe is that really cool. That reminded me of something that happened at Michael's yesterday. What happened at Michael's yesterday? There was this girl. She was at the check, the cash register. She was working there. Mm-hmm. And this lady was like going ballistic because they didn't have any more of this certain type of Christmas ornament that she wanted. And the girl, like, I was at her register the next. And the girl's like, dude, it's not rocket science. I mean, it is three days until Christmas. And I was like, word. Wait word. a second. The cash register lady told that to the customer? No, she told that to me because I was the one that was there next. Oh, the the cashier told you that. Yeah, Jeez. she's like, God, it's not rocket science. I, I mean, don't it's three understand. Days till Christmas, and I was how... like, Word, I feel you, I feel you. I was like, I'm sorry, you had to deal with that. All right, so um, I don't understand. I don't understand how there there are how somebody can be so mean during the holidays. Not even especially? during the holidays, like any time. Like how people can be so mean to somebody who is. Because helping them out. They're self-important and they think somehow that poor girl right. has control over If you give me the worst are. shitty service as a waiter, if you spit on my face as a waiter, like, that, you... I, I mean, maybe that's pushing a little far, but like, if you just... <laughs> <laughs> the guy just comes up, <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you. I don't know. You want some enchiladas? Take this. <laughs> I don't know. Like, worst service ever. Like, you, like, I don't... I, I, I don't, I can't, I can never justify just being mean being a total dick. to anybody. It's because you're a peacekeeper. But there are people who, who are just so damn rude and mean to people who are serving them. Like, yeah. I don't get it. It's a like self Like, cashiers or, I don't know, like, um, the uh, airplane people, airplane attendants. Yeah, um, attendants. Even the people at the, at the ticketing counters. Um, any service industry, like, people can be so mean. Yeah. And like somehow I, they think that they're above like, I don't job get that. that person's doing. I don't get that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. People and I, are I was I was frustrated uh, on Thursday. So Luke went to school with me. He went to my work. Yeah. I'm a teacher. 
at a high school. And Luke went, he was excited. Um, we had a really great day. I had an awesome time with, um, I had an awesome time with Luke. But we went to Dion's for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered two slices of cheese pizza for Luke, which he actually ate both of them. I totally believe that. Um, and they're not small slices. He's a maniac. <laughs> He's a maniac. He's a pizza maniac. Well, last night he was telling us if the world was made of mac and cheese, he would squish it and eat it right away. Yeah. I would <laughs> I reach like, out and I would eat it. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. So they, I, I ordered two slices of cheese for, for Luke and then I ordered myself a six-inch pastrami sub with mm. uh, blue cheese and it was, deli- oh, it was delicious. Baby. But um, when I ordered it, the guy's like, oh, it'll be out in 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. Standard stuff. Um Basic run-of-the-mill Dion's. There were people sitting around us. The people in front of us ordered a large uh, supreme pizza and a, like a giant chef salad. Um, people walked in behind us. They ordered three subs. They got their food. They got their they got their pizza. Everybody was getting food around us, but me and Luke were just sitting there, and our food wasn't coming. And like it's it takes a lot for me to go up to the counter and say, "Hey, um, it's okay. They'll they'll work they'll it out. They'll sort it out. Yeah." Um, <laughs> So, but after about, I want to say 15 minutes, I walked up to the counter. I was like, hey, uh, we haven't got our food yet. I just want to check on it. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, um, you know, they're making it right now. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, Sat back down with Luke, waited another 10 minutes. So we're now 25 minutes in. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll go check on it again. I walked up to the counter, checked on it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, um, let, me, let me go check on it. Came back a little bit, you know, like 20 seconds later. He's like, yeah, we're working on it right now. It'll be out in just a minute. Another five minutes passed, and I was like, still no food. We are 30 minutes in. Everybody here is done with their food, and they've left. And I'm still here at Dion's yeah. with no, with, without any food. Yeah. The third time I went up, I was like, hey, where's my food? It must be a commercial. Anyway. Um, I was like, where's my food? He's like, oh, it still works. Still, I mean, he was, the, the manager this, at this point was very apologetic. He was very, very nice. Um, but I know at this point, some people can get really aggravated oh, and really mean. Like, but for me, I was like, hey, uh, yeah, no big deal. I get um, busy. And it, this took a lot, like, for my personality. But I was like, hey, I was just wondering if I can get a refund. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no problem. I'll get you a refund. Here's your, like, seven bucks back for your sub, whatever. No big deal. But, like, some people, like, I've, you've seen this happen at department stores or restaurants or whatever where, where people are just freaking mean. Right. And I, I don't get it. Yeah. Here, I'll help you, Riley. Help you. So let me help them with the commercial. Ow. And then uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here just yeah, a second. Yeah, I think we should. But I'll be right back. You trying to put pants on, friend? Here, let me show you, snowman. Do you want it? So, um, dad's going to help you, buddy. Go with him, please. He's going to help you. Come here. Come here. We're going to put pants on. Hold on a second. Enjoy this. There's two of them. Two of them? Oh, you know what? Your, your waistband is kind of jacked up here, friend. Wowzer, what happened? Okay, you're good to go. Zip it. It is zipped. It's all ready. Okay. Mommy, I'm hungry. This kid is always hungry. He's always hungry. I don't think we have cookies. This morning, he was running around naked. I'm trying to talk low because I don't know why. Um, This morning, he was running around naked. (laughs) And he came up and stood right in front of me and was like, Mom, my penis is so big. And I was like, what? Just the joys of having little boys is so weird. It's like he just had to tell me that... And I was like, okay then, um, 
good talk. Maybe you don't need to like tell your mom about it, but I'm glad that you're happy with your body, you weirdo. I think with Luke too, I think he like started realizing his body at three. Like I remember him kind of like realizing that he had body parts at three and saying something kind of similar. So I don't know. It was pretty funny though. Cause I was like, Lorenzo like stopped what he was doing and looked at me like, did he just say that? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> but, um, it's always, it's always an adventure with these guys. They always tell us weird things. And sometimes we're like, I don't really know how to take that, but I'm just going to smile and nod. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Talking about Riley this morning. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious. And I think his wording was, he's like, my penis is gigantic. Something, or Something so like big. That. Something like that. Yeah, I'm like, you're such a dude. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, even at three, you are a guy. Yep. Yeah, so. So what are you listening to? Hmm. Mm. I'm glad you asked. Well, tell me. Um, tell me all of it. Let me pull up my YouTube music app. Which I love. Okay. All right. So I have been listening to, um, well, on YouTube Music they use a lot of machine learning. So I've been I just I just play your mixtape. It's a mix of the music that you listen to, mm-hmm. and it plays stuff. But um, when that doesn't do the trick, I I will pick my own album. I've been into uh, the front bottoms. Um, it's kind of I've been into the kind of like raw, kind of punk rocky stuff. Yeah. Um, so one, uh, I think the term is lo-fi. I have been listening to two albums that are kind of new to me. I mean, one album I listened to before, I think like maybe two, three years ago, but the other album is new to me. So the first one is from the Thermals, which is the bu- the body, the blood, the machine. And uh, they are out of Portland, actually. Yeah, I and uh, I know them. This is I they... know them, but I know oh. them. No, that's Jeff. Let's turn off Jeff. Um, yeah, it's like lo-fi kind of punk rock sort of deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good stuff. And then the other one is. Um, called uh titus andronicus is the guy or the band mm-hmm. and it's called the the monitor um yeah it's just reminiscent of you know punk rock and skateboarding and all this other stuff and i kind of like that so yeah i've been listening yeah, I've been listening to that, and as far as podcasts are concerned, I oh oh yeah, uh, Geo recommended to us a podcast called um, Good Christian Fun Podcast, and I've been listening to that a bit. Is it good? Good clean? It's called Good Christian Fun. Oh, good Christian Fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me show you the thing. I I think I subscribed. Yeah, there it is. Um, good Christian Fun, and these guys just. Um, they they talk about Christian pop culture and they have, a lot of times they have a guest. I think every time they have a guest, yeah. Um, and uh, it's really interesting to me because I grew up in that and I get it and I can relate and uh, it's just awesome. 
um, the first time I listened to their episode, they had they they actually have ads, so I guess they have a wide listener base. But um, their personalities, for whatever reason, like when I was listening to the podcast, I I I thought that the ads that they were doing were actually fake ads, but they were real ads. <laughs> like they were advertising this. Um, it's like actually real. <laughs> I thought it was like a parody ad, which I've actually thought about doing on our podcast, like just doing like a fake ad uh, because it's funny. I mean, to be ironic or whatever, because we have no listenership and I mean, we have, I mean, we have subscribers, which is kind of weird to me, but it's just like doing a fake ad, like a parody yeah, ad. Like a, like a joke. Yeah. Like a joke. But their ads were real, but they sounded like a joke. And I thought that was funny. And, uh, so I've been kind of listening to that. Um, and then on YouTube, on YouTube, I've been watching... I watched a really funny YouTube video with Will Ferrell and who's the guy that does the car? He sings in the car. James something, I think. Corden? Corden. Yeah. Um, he did this uh, episode or it was like a bit on his, uh, on his, um, on his show where it was Will Ferrell and James Corden and they had a, a, a table, like a round table that would spin um, and with nasty stuff on it. Like there was fish eyes, there was... Uh, um, like these big bugs. Uh, there was uh, um, a shot of uh, Vienna sausage juice with some other stuff in it. Uh, what else? Oh, ant yogurt. And they would spin it around, and like Will Ferrell would ask James Corden a question, like a really hard question. And he had a choice of either answering the question or eating whatever was there. Oh, one, one was a cow tongue. Um, Actually, I've had it. Yeah. Yeah, not knowingly. Lengua. Not knowingly, but it I was, bought I bought a lengua burrito um, one time and it was disgusting. I didn't like it. Maybe. Really? I actually I actually liked it. Not knowing what it was, it was actually kind of good. I I had it and the thing that threw me off was the texture because it was kind of rubbery and tough, yeah. and then also like you can see like the taste buds on there, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, no, not my thing. No, but like uh, there was that on YouTube and it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, I've been watching Eons, um, the PBS thing that I already mentioned. I've been kind of halfway watching Try, which is Irish people trying different things, mostly alcohol. Did I tell you to, to watch that? No. Because I watch that all the time. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Yes. I didn't know that. That's no, like we, it, it's independent. Things. It's independent. No, of, I love that. That's like one of my favorite yeah. things. My favorite, it's the, it's the guy with the, the black hair with the glasses. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> so, anyways, I've been kind of watching that, mm-hmm. and then I, and then uh, of course, um, the Action Lab. I watch a bunch of just weird stuff on YouTube, but mo- most of my media consumption lately has been YouTube. You are like nerding um, out right now. Yeah, well, it's the end of the episode. Nobody's listening anymore, so I can I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was long for me. Uh, what are you listening to? Um, well, <laughs> you've, you've had your screen ready for like 10 minutes. And yep. Uh, Foster the People has a new single out. It's called Worst Nights. It's actually really good. The album cover is such a commentary on LA. I love it. Really? Yeah. So it's, it says, welcome to the city of, and it says angels, but they have it crossed out and it says angles hmm. and then Holly worst. And then there's all these little people saying different things as they're going into this like fame machine. It's pretty cool. Um, I've been listening to the Generation Y podcast, which is, I guess, have it's been going on for a long time, but it's pretty interesting. And then the Goth Librarian podcast, bleh. Mm-hmm. She has some interesting, um, well-researched topics. They're usually very obscure. 
Um, gosh, I don't even know. I I kind of have done some throwback music. Wildcat, Wildcat. I listened to them for a long time, um, like probably a year and a half, two years ago, and hmm. I just re- kind of restarted listening I to them. I want to listen to them. Wildcat, Wildcat. It's I wish very... YouTube Music would let us share share um, playlists. That would, be, that would be really cool. They're very whimsical and very um, just, I don't know. It's good. It's good like when I'm making jewelry, like I'm doing stuff with my hands. It's good like creative focus music, I guess. Um, True Crime Garage, always, because I love them. They're my favorite. Um, and then I'm trying to find, I downloaded Rafi's Christmas. Oh, did you? For the kids, but I forgot I had it. I love Rafi. <laughs> I know. He, I think, is touring again, which is kind of crazy. I've been listening to Criminal. They had a couple, like a two-parter series. One of them, the first one was the guy who invented the witness protection program, mm-hmm. talking about it. And then the second one was an ex-mafia boss who entered the witness protection program. I remember program. You, you were listening to that as you were getting ready. It yeah. Was, it sounded pretty It is neat. super interesting. Um, super interesting stuff. I don't, I feel like I've been doing a lot of throwback music lately just because I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm nostalgic. I don't really know what to listen to right now. I've been kind of just trying to like see what's going on i listen to nothing breaks like a heart by mark ronson what do you listen to on your way to work on my way to work um your uh your little um connector to the your why can't i come up with words right now your auxiliary cable for your car isn't working right now no um i've been listening to like podcasts when that happens just turning them up really loud um I have been listening to a band called Cold Showers, Only Human. Um, it's pretty good. And then um, a band called Night Drive. What else? I'm trying to go down my list here because it's been a while since I've like actually talked about music. Anderson Pack also has a new album out, hmm. um, which is pretty good. And then um, he's hungry again. Surprise! He wants mac and cheese. Some mac and cheese. I'm gonna die if I don't have mac and cheese. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been listening to. And then this band, um, Big Black Delta, which I think I mentioned last time. Um, I really like Big Black Delta. So there's a band I really wanted to talk about, but I can't find them right now. Um, oh here it is, Young and Sick. I think I mentioned them before too. Young and Sick. There's a song called OJ or OJ. It's like California OJ. I OJ AI. Which I really like. I'll play it for you real quick. It's pretty good. It's got a throwback sound. But hmm. I like it. I like it. We should we should share music more often. I feel like we should too. Yeah. So young and sick. That's hmm. a band I like. Can, can I end uh, our podcast with some jokes? Sure. Hey Juliet, do you want to hear a joke? Do you want to hear a, you want to hear a joke? I want some mac and cheese. You do. Can I tell you a joke first? No. Want to hear a joke about potassium? I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, a couple more. Hang on. She's making me kiss this bear. And this hey. bear smells like feather. Okay, here's another one. A photon checks into a hotel, and the desk clerk says, Can I get a bellhop? 
for your bags? The photon responds, no, I'm traveling light. Ha 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 ha. Wow, nerdy. <laughs> Is that funny, Juju? Um, all right. I'll do two more. Why can't you trust atoms? Why? They make up everything. Oh, man, they do. <laughs> they really do. So this is from a popular science uh, little article called The Best Science Jokes Make You Laugh, Grow, and Google. came up on my feed today, and, it, and I was laughing to myself. Okay. And uh, Juliet was messing with my Apple Watch just now, uh, which stopped the episode. But that's okay. I was just telling... Science jokes and um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Um, so we're just gonna wrap up. Play Spider-Man. Okay. But uh, hope you guys have a great uh, Christmas, um, winter break, all that other stuff. We'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>